The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2809. So remember how we were talking, uh, <laughs> this is a while back, about the fact that short stories in Star Wars Insider Magazine were going to be moving away from the High Republic? Well, on this Spinner Sunday episode, we're going to be talking about what they've moved to and what the first installment of that series is. Punch it! <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, I, I miss this <laughs> to be honest with you. Back in late February there was an announcement on StarWars.com. We talked about how you know the High Republic series was ending its short stories in Star Wars Insider. Well, what they're doing in its place is a four issue, four short story, limited series called Star Wars Galactic Tales and it's going to focus on Attack of the Clones. It's going to be four stories featuring heroes and villains from that particular movie and the first story comes out in issue 209 of Star Wars Insider it's called The Wessel Run featuring Zam Wessel and Jango Fett written by S.T. Bend and this is a bit spoilery in terms of that. I'm not going to tell you how the story ends up turning out. But basically what happens is that Zam Wessel is trying to collect a bounty on some person who owes a lot of money to the intergalactic banking clan. And she finds out that this person is being guarded by three Mabari. And apparently Zam Wessel used to be Mabari. But it seems like there's a difference between what you know Zam Wessel was as a Mabari and what these Mabari are because they are apparently impervious for all intents and purposes to blaster fire and so it makes it very difficult to fight them and there are three of them guarding this particular target and that's in addition to everybody else and all the cams and blah 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 and so she's like well I need help with this and so she puts in a call to Django Fett. And all it says in Wikipedia about the Mabari is that they are an ancient clan of warrior knights that come from the planet where the Claudites are, which is what Zam Wessel is. But yeah, it seems like they are a different species of character somehow. But yeah, no new information about that. Anyway, so Django apparently is just hanging out with nothing better to do because <laughs> Zam calls and is like, I need some help. And Django's like, all right, I'll be right there. So I guess in between jobs, something like that. And and speaking of, you know, in between and whatnot, so this story seems to be taking place in between the events of The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yes, that's a pretty wide situation, right? Ten years or so, but it certainly cements the fact that they have an existing working relationship. They are known to each other and have actually worked on other jobs before. When they get into it with the Mabari, for example, there's a moment where Django says, do that thing you did on Snagaro, and she says, I nearly died that day, and he's like, do it. So that involves her changing into something that looks very beast-like and startling the Mabari and them able to get the jump on the Mabari in the process. And incidentally, this also introduces not one but two new planets. So Snagaro, whatever that was, all we know is that there was a job that Zam and Django worked together on that planet. Like that's a brand new 
mentioned. That's never been mentioned before. And the same with Fytoon, F-Y-T-O-U-N, which is where the events of the story are taking place. That also has no listing in Wikipedia either. So yeah, not one but two brand new planets mentioned in this story. So that's at least one occasion on which they've worked together, this job on Snagaro, whatever that was. And there may have been a second, it's kind of hard to tell from the way the story is written, but there's a reference to another job that went very badly and apparently Django screwed something up somehow and it looked like you know, for a brief moment in this story, and this is where we try to avoid the spoiler situation for you, <laughs> but it looked like it might have been a similar failure on Django Fett's part, and Zam gets very mad at him about that, of course, because the target is supposed to be brought in a certain way. I'll just leave it at that. But ultimately, all's well that ends well. The two of them managed to survive the job as we <laughs> knew they would, because obviously Zam does not make it out alive of the events of Attack of the Clones, and Django Fett doesn't either. <laughs> that matter so I guess we kind of knew that they would be okay at the result or at the end of this so it's a fine story and it's told well and I think ultimately what it really does is just to establish the relationship between Zam Wessel and Jango Fett. It's already been established that they had worked together in the past. I think that's something that goes back to a character encyclopedia or something, but we've never actually seen any of that happen except for in the events of Attack of the Clones. So this gives us a little bit of their history and backstory as, you know, like trusting partners to a degree, right? You can't entirely trust everyone, but apparently Zam you know, thinks well enough of Django Fett that she can kind of trust him basically at least enough that it's worth calling him in on a job even though he's screwed up in the past before but as Zam reflects in the story there's really only one thing that she knows of that the Mabari fear and that's Beskar armor as she puts it in the narrative of the story which of course means in Mandalorians and it is interesting too like Django Fett once again portrayed as somebody who you know, probably is supposed to have a you know, fearsome reputation but for the fact that that there are definitely moments of incompetency implied in the story. It feels very much like father like son for my reckoning, right? Because we know Boba Fett has certainly had his share of screw ups too, even though he's supposed to be the most fearsome bounty hunter in the galaxy. And so that's what I've got for you about SD Ben's story, the Wessel run in Star Wars Insider. And as for the rest of the stories that are going to be coming up in this Galactic Tales series, so Richard Dinnick is going to be writing the next one in Insider 210, and it centers on General Grievous. Then George Mann of Star Wars Myths and Fables and Dark Legends and all that good fun stuff is writing the next story in issue 211, and that's going to be about Dexter Jet Setter. And finally, Rodney Barnes is going to be writing a story that features Mace Windu in issue 212. And there you go. That's what I've got for you for the podcast today. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.